guys, what's up? It's Brittany and Marcia here. We're coming at you live from our humble abode. As you can see, we're in our house. And today we're going to talk to you guys about us and the creation behind MP. We're Midwest Performance. We're on a mission to empower women around the world to take action and work hard to make a physical impact in their lives. In this very saturated fitness industry, there's tons of competition, but the opportunities are incredible. We'll cover the most common challenges in the fitness world and invite guests to the show that have learned to overcome them and share their strategies with you. This is the Coffee with MP Show. Hey guys, what's up again? It's Brittany and Marcia here, and we decided to do something a little bit differently today. We decided to do an episode at our house. Just keeping it real. Yeah, we're just going <laughs> to lounge, and we wanted this to be super informal um, and super informative for you guys. Um, we wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about us, because sometimes um, people don't really know who we are or what we do. Um, and we also want to talk a little bit about the uh, creation behind MP and kind of where it all started. We've talked logistically about how we started before, but I think we want to talk a little bit about us and how MP came to start. So I'm going to let you Yeah, I think the first start. thing that comes to mind and what makes this really awesome is that it really shows uh, authenticity within this episode. Um, just being... Um, outside of the studio, we typically would do a lot of our episodes, our MP shows within the studio and just being here, seeing a, a different scenery, seeing what we're like, um, not inside the studio and more mm-hmm. outside the studio. So I'm super excited to be doing this episode. Yeah. So, yeah, it's gonna be fun. um, go ahead. You want me to get started? Yeah, get started? Okay. So I think first we'll do a little bit of, um, talking about who we are and what we do, um, for me, a crazy thing is that our stories are so different, but they're so much the same. So for me, um, my fitness journey started personally for myself um, in college, essentially. All the way back in high school. But time out for a second. I totally, I'm sorry I interrupted you. By the way, guys, for those of you that don't know Brittany and I, yes, we are uh, business partners, but we're also partners in life. So if you don't know, now you know. You know, so. you know. <laughs> so let's go ahead. Yeah. Fast forward. Fast go forward. ahead. Okay. Yeah. So my fitness journey um, started, you know, even when I was in high school before that. Um, I grew up in South Dakota on a farm, um, and we always ate really good. Like my, my dad cooked. We always had good hearty meals. And going through high school, um, even in elementary school, I was always the, the, the chubby kid. I was always the chubby kid in school. Um, that lasted, I mean, I played sports and did cheerleading and stuff like that, but I never was the skinny girl at school. And that really kind of bled into college. And then when I went to college, I got friends, I partied, I did things, but I also did work out. But you know, now we all know that those two don't outweigh each other ever. And it never did for me in college either. So after college, um, I, in 2012, actually fell in love with Zumba because a friend of mine, um, her name is Tess, shout out to Tess, um, introduced me to Zumba for the first time. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to give this a shot. So I started group, um, doing group classes with Zumba and I'm like, I would really like to coach this. So I got, really got my start in group training with Zumba, which is crazy because I love Zumba, but I don't do it anymore. But that's how I got my start in group training. Um, I struggled with my weight on and off for several years. It took me a lot of 
different trials and errors with, you know, different shakes and at-home programs and personal trainers and group classes. Um, I had a, a short stint with an eating disorder. And so let's back up for a second. So you're, we're about in South Dakota. This I'm sure people oh, are in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. But if you um, had to pinpoint yeah. and give people an idea, where would you say um, Okay, so... North Dakota and Minnesota and South Dakota are all in the same. I was in the northeast corner, so, like, in the corner between the three states. So, literally, I graduated a class of 26 people. That was my next question. I had 200 people in my town. Okay, so keep going. Sorry. So, I've always been the one to struggle with my weight. I I have my whole life. And it's still an up and and down battle for me, so that's kind of where the edge that I bring to MP is that... I've been in the shoes of a lot of the women that we see day in and day out, and I know the blood, sweat, and tears that it takes to really, really try to change your life and the up and downs and, and the falls that you can have and the getting back up. So I think that really shows in your passion, too, when because you've been in a lot of our women's shoes and being mm-hmm. able to relate to them. Yeah. yeah. I think sometimes it's hard when you go into a fitness studio or you start a fitness program and the person that is the one that's telling you to lose the weight or do the thing has never really been in your shoes before. Sometimes you can be hard to relate to that. So I feel like the my half of this partnership is that piece. Yeah. Um, and Marcia brings a totally different half but to the really piece. It's really nice about what you have, though, because you you are relatable. It also showcases your passion as well. So... Um, and it shows you're not very salesy or pitchy when you sit down and talk to these women. You are extremely authentic, which is yeah. pretty cool. Too. And I think that that gives me an edge over a lot of different people because I have that kind of firsthand experience of trials and errors and starting and stopping and starting and stopping. And I've been injured before. I've you know had setbacks from injuries. I've had setbacks from um, vacations. I've had setbacks from a lot of things and I've overcome a lot of those things too. But I still work on myself daily. And I believe that my passion, my true passion in life is um, being that person that not necessarily that I wish I had because we've kind of had that conversation, but I want to be a, 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 a lighthouse for the people that we see on a daily basis. I want to show them that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and that do- this doesn't have to be their story. Mm-hmm. Their story doesn't have to end with this. Sure. Their story just begins with this. What was your tipping point to where you're like, I need to do something going through the, the inconsistencies and the eating disorders and, you know, being overweight and underweight. What was it for you that I like- think there was a couple different moments for me. And number one, it came when, as a fitness professional, you always want to be the person that there is always that you need to look the part, you need to act the part, you need to do the part. So I think that when I started group training, that's kind of, the crazy thing is, is that I suffered with the bulimia when I was group training you started zumba group training or yes i I was struggling through all of these things even as a professional in the field Mm -hmm. and so you know most professionals want to you know they want to put on this facade of like i'm perfect and Mm -hmm. i don't struggle on it for me it was like how can i sit here and tell these people that i see on a daily basis what they need to do when i'm not even doing that when i'm not 
being a product of the product. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of it for me. And I knew that I had to change something. If I was really going to change people's lives and I was really going to make a difference in people's lives, I had to start walking the walk. Mm -hmm. And that's essentially what I did. And I pulled myself out of that and and just rose up from the ashes from there. And I've still fallen and I'm not perfect. But I think that that's what makes my perspective different is that I, I admit fault. Yeah. I admit that I fall off the train. I admit that I like chocolate cake and I drink Malibu and I do all <laughs> these things. And But I also have a balance in life. I have a balance of knowing what I need to do, accepting my faults, yeah. and making sure that th- I, I, I do what I need to do when I need to do it. And Makes I don't sense. ever blame anybody else for something that I'm going through. So how long have you done this journey from some starting the Zumba classes? What would you say? Um, I started Zumba in 2010, so it's been eight years. So what's been the biggest takeaway? What have you learned since starting? Like, what is your biggest, kind of like what we talked about earlier today, you know, as an entrepreneur, what have you learned most about yourself throughout this journey? I think the one thing I've learned the most about myself is to give myself grace and to always be willing to be a work in progress, always be willing to to admit that I have things that I can work on and to always be willing to be in the trenches with our ladies and to go through the struggles that they go through because that's the only way that I can help them is to see their struggles for what they are, see my struggles for what they are and share them and be vulnerable with the people that that we see on a daily basis. Cool. I'm going to get comfortable and kind of kick back a minute. So go ahead. Um, I think that that's the biggest thing is vulnerability is always being willing to be vulnerable with, with the the women that we see on a daily basis so that they know that we're right here with you. We're right in this with you and, and we're going to walk side by side through this no matter what we have to do. And I think, um, it's a blessing and a curse because when you're so passionate about something, you want to be in it every day and you want to be in contact with these people every day. And sometimes it's not always possible to be there every single day but mm-hmm. you be there as you're there as, as much, much as you, as you can, can. Yeah, yeah i agree with that yeah so cool. enough about me yeah we need to talk about the other half of this partnership here let's go let's talk about you yeah it's funny we have like a completely different opposite mm-hmm. story it's like night and day um but unlike you you know i i've always done fitness mm-hmm. and um, it's, I, I swear I came out of the womb thanks <laughs> to my father. I look at my father and I'm a spitting image when he comes to his genes. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we should like loop a picture <laughs> of him in here. Let's do that. We I think that'd that. be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, but his, his ideal of working out is bicep curls with beer and he still manages to have a, a six or eight pack. And he still outlifted <laughs> us at the gym. I know, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, let's see, you know, I've played sports in high school. Um, I was throughout each season, volleyball, basketball, track, full air basketball scholarship. You heard the story before, but for some of you guys that, Wait, these guys have yeah, them. that maybe don't know. Um, and then what was really, um, my, what makes my journey really intricate is that once I landed a corporate job after I finished college, uh, due to an intern with a company called Dactronics in South Dakota, um, I traveled all over the world, 49 out of 50 states, seven countries. I was miserable. I, I mean, I, it wasn't my passion. It wasn't my calling in life. I felt as though once competing was done and over with, um, I, I was lost. And what was crazy is that when I got laid off in 2009, the economy hit hard. 
um, I found MMA, and the rest mm-hmm. is pretty much history from that mm-hmm. point. And I still do it today. I've been doing it uh, for going on almost 10 years straight. I've excelled well within the sport. Um, what's nice about uh, my side versus your side is that, you know, I, I have a little tough love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, when a lot of ladies, when they have a tendency, when they just feel like giving up I'm, I'm the one that kind of boosts their morale just to say you know you're, you're not giving up mm-hmm. you're, you're gonna keep going mm-hmm. and so you have a case of a, a Jillian Michaels and mm-hmm. then what would you consider yourself to be more like I you know I I don't know if you I'm had like to choose out of yeah you have to say something I feel like I'm a mix of like Shailene Johnson. Shailene Johnson. Because she does the turbo kick. She's super hype. <laughs> she's just crazy off the wall. And I feel like that, that sounds I, super cheesy. But like, I also that's feel so like I have like a smidgen of Jillian when it comes to like I have a tough love side and I do give it, but not as much as Marcia. But yeah, I do give it all. if I have to. But I also feel like I've got a little bit of Oprah. Wow. That's like, like two small... different sides of the spectrum. It is, but I feel like. Like, inspirationally, motivationally, like, that kind of stuff. I feel like I got a little bit of that in there, too. Sure. So, with so, that being said, now that they know um, well, a little bit... Well, of- I feel like we got to ask you questions, too, because Ugh. you asked me questions. So, what you don't know about Marcia is she skipped kind of over all of the portions of her being a personal trainer and doing all of those things. I kind of shared that about myself. Okay. That's so. something that Marcia didn't share about herself. She, We all know her for MMA, but you also need to understand, there which is, is a- it's a very integral part of the story because it's how we met. Sure. So, okay, let's back up for a second then. Um, before I started my own company in South Dakota, mm-hmm. I was a general manager for a, uh, a, a big corporation called Anytime Fitness. And I did that for well over two years. Uh, throughout Anytime Fitness, as a general manager, I was also a personal trainer mm-hmm. and a group trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I had uh, built a lot of my clientele. Mm-hmm. Um, after Anytime Fitness, um, I decided to part ways. I had built enough clientele to when I left, um, a lot of my clients followed. So um, sorry, Anytime Fitness, if you're watching, <laughs> but... Um, from there, I opened up not one but two facilities within, um, I would say, a 90-mile radius of each other. And, I mean, it just it blew up. Mm-hmm. It, I was doing boot camp for co-eds, men and women, um, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And then I was doing more of a higher-intensity interval training uh, CrossFit in South Dakota. So I was doing that. I had staffs on both sides, and I was bouncing back and forth. Um, I did that for um, a long period of time until I decided to leave South Dakota. Mm-hmm. But throughout that time is where I actually ended up meeting Brittany. And I actually became Brittany's trainer. <laughs> Weird. So Marcia and I met. Um, I actually remember it was a friend of mine who had came to me and she's like, we have to go do this buddy training with this black widow. Apparently she's the person to train with. And I had been into group fitness and this was uh, kind of closer to the time where I was thinking about getting my personal training certification. So I'm like, okay, well this is cool because yeah, I want to do it. Number one, cause I want to get in shape. Number two, it'd be good to go learn from somebody who is doing what I want to do. So, and that was kind of the entrepreneur in me, I guess I never thought about it, but it was kind of my mindset was a kind of a double edged sword. So, I was like, all right, cool, let's do it. So, and I still have to this day, still have the emails 
that I sent Marcia back and forth, <laughs> which is crazy because we've read them before. But I still have the emails that I sent to her, and I remember being so nervous. I remember being so nervous because she was like the real deal. She was, if you wanted to train with somebody, you trained with her. So I remember the first day, like it was, like it was yesterday. Like the first time she drove up in her black Audi with her booming music and she got out of the car. And that was like, I don't know if I was starstruck or if I was lovestruck. I'm not really sure what the two was, but that's kind of where everything started. And, you know, Marcia and I got together. We got to work a little bit together. Um, and then I ended up branching off and starting my own thing in the town that I was living in, which is about 40 miles away from where she was. Um, we kind of parted ways for probably a good two Over years, a year or, so, a, yeah. a year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, Marcia messaged me one day and she's like, hey, you should come check out my gym. We'd love to like kind of mentor you essentially. And the rest is kind of the rest history. Is history. Yeah. After that, you know, I bought her gym and then ended up selling it and moving here. Crazy. Um, I grew up in South Dakota. You know, my family, every, everything that I know is is there. And then ended up packing my stuff and moving nine hours east, west, east. 650 miles to be exact. East, yes. And that was three years ago. That was three years ago. Um, Once you've made the transition here, things really got wild. You did. It it was definitely, I I would say, uh, a roller coaster for sure. Well, you decided to just do MMA full-time. I did. I pursued. I did that full-time. I was literally training day in and day out, um, two to three times per day, depending on the day. And while I was doing that, you l- managed to land a really good uh, management worked. job. Yeah, yeah, I ended up working at Orange Theory for about a year. And then um, I left. What were you doing there? Uh, I was a studio manager there at Orange Theory for about a year. Um, and if you know anything about entrepreneurship, entrepreneurs don't work for other people very well. It's just <laughs> not, not a thing we do well. Yeah, I agree with that. So it was, a really big sh- it was a really big change for me. It was a shift for me because I had owned my own business for almost a year and a half, almost two years at that point in time. So it was a huge change for me to go back to listening to somebody else <laughs> tell me what to do. It's not, I don't think that's nearly the case of what makes it so bad of being working for somebody else. But you, you learn that you don't want to make other people money. You want to make yourself exactly. money. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, while she was training, I worked at Orange Theory and then ended up leaving there. And I went to export for a little while as a personal trainer and worked crazy hours. I was working early in the morning, driving all the way to the city for probably a good six months. And the crazy thing is we had so many conversations about, do you start a business? Do we not start a business? And Marcy is, I'm never starting another business. Being an entrepreneur, you know, it's not what it's hyped out to be when people say, you know, they own their own business. And for people that aren't too familiar with that side um, of the spectrum, they they see a lot of, you know, glitz and glam Mm -hmm. and wow, that must be awesome. But um, it, there's, you have your good days and you have your bad. For real. That was, I mean, <laughs> there was a lot of times, you know, in probably like June of 2016, we were at a pivotal point in our lives where we knew that we wanted to do something. There was something that we wanted to do and starting a business was on our radar, but it wasn't like really on our radar, but when you have the entrepreneur itch, it's hard to, you can't deny that. Right. You can't deny that piece of you. I agree. Um, and, Cause it's always there. It's always there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So talk about s- how we started. Yeah. I want you to talk about like how we started oh, and wow. like, where this all came from. Yeah. What's really cool is that, um, granted we're here where we are today, but 
when we think of when we started, we still have uh, a select few of some of those women that are yeah. still with us today, which uh, shout out to you ladies. You know who you are. Um, I think what's really cool is they get to, they, they, they've seen us, you know, grow into right. the people who we are today mm-hmm. as entrepreneurs. But mm-hmm. um, when we decided to take the plunge, um, we didn't have the financial means to be able to just uproot into a brick and mortar. So we started small, very small. We actually ended up leasing through um, the martial arts facility that I was training out of in Schaumburg, which is crazy. Um, and then from there, it just kind of, it, it was a snowball effect. Yeah, we started with a, so fast. Yeah, we started with a 12-week program <laughs> we there did. with a good 20 ladies. 25 or so, 25. yep. And that was just in a facility. We're doing some stuff outside after we, um, towards the end of that program, I remember a lot of the ladies were like, are you guys going to start your own gym? You should open your own gym and blah, blah, blah. And Marcia was getting that when she was personal training at any time for a while there. Rebecca, shout out to you. She's like, you need to open your own gym. And we're like, oh my God, we really want to do this again. And after the 12 weeks, we got towards the end and we were like, man, I I think we got, but I think we're onto something here. We might be onto something. And that was, we were both like, oh, we really want to do this. I guess it's something really sort of sold a totally different market. Like, you have to understand, for those of you who don't know, South Dakota is so small. Mm-hmm. Like, the town that I was doing business in, it was me and the local rec center. That was yeah. it. There was no competition. Yeah. For like, me, the, I had no competition either because the type of industry that I was doing in the fitness side, I was the only person doing it in that area. Right. There was so, no, no facilities like hers there. So, it was like we really had on. And here, there's competition in every yeah. corner. Yeah. Very saturated. So, it was different. But we're like, well, let's. Let's give it a shot. So what was Midwest Performance Center NPC. with MPC with red and blue colors. It was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> is now Midwest Performance with the green, the yellow, and the black. Yeah. there. I have to tell you, there wasn't a lot of strategic thinking when we did that. Um, and then we, we really had to sit back and reflect on, okay, <laughs> we need to find out exactly who is it that we are trying to um, accommodate. And we came to that conclusion by figuring out that majority of our clientele were women. Were women. Mm-hmm. So it just, it made sense. It made sense. But when we did do our 12 week, we had one guy. One guy. Oh, Chris. Yes. We love you. Shout out to Chris. If you're watching this, we love <laughs> you so much. Um, I think that we get that question a lot. Mm-hmm. Why only women? Yeah. Why, why would you cut out 50% of your market? Mm-hmm. And it's like, why wouldn't we take 50% of the market right. and just niche down into that and make that our bread and butter? Yeah. Um, I think that it's a win in way more ways than it is a loss. I agree. Um, and especially the women that we work with. You know, I, I really truly believe that the women that we work with are a different breed. Mm-hmm. They are the women that are are literally at the bottom of bottoms and just need a place to call home to work their way back up. Sure. And I feel like... Not all, but some. Not all, but some. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, the majority of the women that we see have tried everything, have done everything, and are really just looking for a place that they can really sink their feet into and really be super successful, and that's really what happened. So, um, you know, we started MP. We were in our little 900-square-foot building. Marcy and I were sleeping on the floor. You could literally, with my long reach and arm span, I could touch one <laughs> side of the wall and the so other. It was so tiny. You know, we were living in Elmhurst when we first moved in, in a, an apartment in Elmhurst, and our lease came up, and the, the, our lease came up, the month that we signed the lease for MP, the same month. And 
we, to be honest with you, we couldn't afford to stay where no. we were. There we went no all way. in. We, we went kn- all in. Yeah, we knew if we were doing this, we had to commit. Quit our not, jobs. Yeah, we couldn't do 50-50. It was like, this is all or nothing mm-hmm. for us. So Yeah. And I, the best decision, hands down, that we ever made. It was hard. It was very scary, but I'm glad we did it. Yeah. I will tell you that there have been many uh, sleepless nights, many a tears, many a fights, many of <laughs> prayers, lots of prayers, um, and, and thank you, you know, our guardian angel, Rebecca, you know, you know what you've done for us. We don't have to tell you, but if it wasn't for people like Rebecca and the people who really believed in us when we first started, we wouldn't be where we are today. And Very much so. we're so thankful because we've really been through some, some crappy times and we're still working our way up and we still work through things every single day, but our passion and our drive comes from the people that we see every yeah. single day. So if, if we had to paint a portrait for people that are tuning in and listening to the podcast, is that when you see three people standing on the podium with first, second, and third place, and everybody's applauding and congratulating you for winning those medallions, but what they don't see is what's behind the podium. And like Brittany said, is the sleepless nights and the prayers and the crying and the financial you know, you know, obligations that we had. It's crazy because, you know, people only see the success of Mm -hmm. where we were when we first started and where we are now, but they don't see what's behind that podium. And I, I, we, we paid our dues and we're still paying our dues. Mm -hmm. So, and can we just talk about for one second, the people that are behind us, number one, our green squad. I think that by far we have some of the best staff that uh, I've ever worked with at a gym. I mean, mm-hmm. I've I worked with, a, you know, at Export at Orange Theory but prior to that. I think it's because everybody that we have that works for us came internally. Right. So um, it's true passion. You know, it's it's something that you can't you can't necessarily um, mm-hmm. fake. No. Yeah. And I think the cool thing is, is that some of you may or may not know this when you're watching this, but Tiffany and Idia were day one yeah they started with us when we started the 12-week program they were there super successful literally yeah from day one till now have not left our side um and then lauren sabrina and jamie and now shauna tashana is our newest and sarah um and gabby all of the girls and katrina and ashley (laughs) all these girls have been in our studio through the program as members through, through the program which i think gives them an edge when it comes to working with with the women that we do have coming in the studio is because they've been there and they've done that. And I think that's super important. But I really wanted this episode to really be about Marcy and I and, and you guys really, you know, I, I, we don't like to talk about ourselves often, but I feel like it's important for, for you guys to know who you're coming to see yeah, and, and where all of this came from and that this gym, this studio was really grown out of not only a passion for helping other people, but a passion for each other and a love for each other, which has grown into a love for, for MP and what we do there. And I think the sky's the limit. It is. The sky's definitely the limit. And just to kind of back up for a second, you know, when you were on your own doing your own thing and to see, like, I mean, you were changing lives. When I say changing lives, I meant, you know, you, you had... Uh, statistics showing like before and after photos of your women and the results that they were getting and the the time span that they were and and I was doing that same thing and I, I would always think to myself is like man if 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 I could only just team up with her mm-hmm. I can't imagine like what we can do and then to actually 
envision it, but actually now we're living it. It's 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 crazy. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, crazy. And, and the cool thing about it is, is that um, if you don't know Marcia, she's the person that keeps you on your toes and keeps you thinking and keeps you guessing and, and is always challenging you. And that's why when she coaches classes, people feel the way they feel with her is because she's always challenging them and she's always motivating them and always encouraging them to try something new, try something different, get out of the comfort zone. And little do you know, she does that with me when it comes to our business. And it's always challenging me to get outside of my comfort zone and to take risks. Cause if you don't know this about me, I'm super passive aggressive. Um, I'm not a risk taker. Um, and that's just me by nature, but you know, the compliment of Marcia gives me is that she, makes me takes those takes those risks and always reassures me that it'll be okay and I think that there's a compliment to each other when it comes to that kind of stuff I appreciate that it's only right that I have to compliment you as well and <laughs> you don't have to. I, I have to though it's like oh and honestly it's like the first thing that comes to mind is like you keep me level and by the way guys it's like you know we have like from a personal level I mean we fight and we bickered a little bit before this. And it was <laughs> like, o'clock at night it is, recording. but we're like, you know what? Let's just put the bullshit aside and let's, you know, let's keep it real and, and do this episode. Mm-hmm. And that that's the party that, you know, you, you kept me level. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, babe, all right, let's, let's just do this. And here we are. So <laughs> I think that, um, it's always, and then we have Ella. Hi. This is Ella. This is our, this is our baby. Um, I think that. For those of you watching who do know us, know that this is the real. This is just this is as as Brittany and Marcia and Ella as you're gonna get. Um, <laughs> we're real. We're raw. We're authentic. We're gonna tell you like it is. But you're gonna know that when you come into our circle, um, you're in the circle in your family. I agree. And, and, and it's not a re- revolving door. No. I, I like to see it as though um, the people that we come in, we want people who want to be there. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a pre-qualification, like, you know, is this, you know, are we a good fit for each other? Mm -hmm. I think it's, we, when we, when we get new members in the door, we're always very cautious of our other ladies who are there. And we want to make sure that the people that are coming in are going to feed the energy and feed the vibe and not suck it dry. Yeah. That's a huge thing for us because we want to make sure that the ladies who are there blood, sweat, and tears every single day have women next to them who are ready to give the same amount of energy, if not more, um, when they're standing right next to each other because you feed off of each other and you feed off of that vibe. So um, I think that that's an important thing. I think um, if you guys have questions while this is going on, you can always comment free, below. Yeah, we check sure. the social media all the time. So um, so if you're catching the replay. Yeah. I, I do want to... Yeah. I do want to um, talk a little bit about our roles in the business because I feel like ah, a lot of people yes. don't know exactly what we do. Good call. Um, do you want to talk about yours first? Sure. So I would consider myself... Um, the the Van Gogh um, mm. <laughs> of that MP, was a good one. <laughs> very much so. So I have the creative spirit, the creative mind, um, the marketing person. So um, anything that you may see from an ad that you might catch, if you came in off a of Facebook ad or promotion or emails or whatever the case may be, you might catch us on YouTube. If you're listening to this podcast, um, that would be all me. Um, you see our Instagram. Yes, Instagram. If you see, if you come inside the, our studio, and if you're wondering if we hired an interior designer or decorator, you're looking at it right here. So um, that would be me. So um, it all starts with the marketing. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like as a, the marketing director, there's a, a lot of pressure because if I don't do my job correctly, 
um, it's virtually impossible to get to that next phase and or step, which is what Brittany does. Um, you also work with our coaches too. I do. I, I do. I failed to mention that. Um, so um, I work um, hands-on with the women. I help them um, with coaching aspects and improving them and their overall skills and or techniques and we have our weekly team meetings um, I do class observations and evaluations and um, we're working on some projects in-house right now with Jamie and we're also doing our own programming with exercises and whatnot so there's a lot of uh, I, I don't try to play too many roles and I like to delegate, but um, at, you know some some stages right now are a little bit in, in its infancy mm-hmm. infa- infancy mm-hmm. stage. So um, once we get it to a point where it's like ready to kind of hand the baton, we'll do so. but in the meantime, that would be that would be me. Yeah. So what do you do, Brittany? Um, I think my focus is sales and customer service. Um, Really, that's that's where I'm at. I work really closely with Ashley, Katrina, Gabby, and Sarah on the front ha- front of house stuff. Anything on the um, west side of the wall, I guess you could say, right at the is, entrance, is my yeah. territory. Um, uh, membership, new members, current members, retention. Um, I do a lot of the background with the finances as well. Um, Marcia is a double major, double major. Yeah. IT and business, mm-hmm. right? Um, I have a major in financial management and a minor in business. Uh, I have a bachelor's in that. And so numbers are kind of my thing. Um, so I work a lot behind the scenes with numbers, um, payroll, things like that. So um, we, we play our respective roles. We do. But we do delegate a lot. Um, we do. Uh, but on top of that, though, we also have, before we wrap things up, is that um, we don't work alone. We have business coaches yes. as well. We work with a marketing team. Um, we have um, multiple business coaches, just depending upon what uh, um, category you're referring to. Mm-hmm. If it's, you know, sales, we've got Mike Arcee. Finances, Finan- clay. Yeah, finances, yeah. I mean, we got a, a really solid team, and we like to call it like our football team. Yes. <laughs> so, they are, are all stars. Yeah, sure. so there's a lot of things that people, you know, even though we're not um, physically at the studio as often as we maybe would like, but we're still working behind the scenes with a lot. We have our hands on a lot of different things. Yes, from we do. Weekly meetings to team meetings to. I'm really excited, by the way. I'm super excited. We're having our team outing, which we're hosting here. I talked about our... that tonight in class. I was like, yes. oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, so our team outing, uh, we're actually, everyone's going to stay overnight. We're going to talk about our uh, fourth quarter goals and first quarter goals and personal goals. And I'm super excited. It's yeah. going to be a blast. 2019 so. is going to be a big year at yes. MP. Um, it's sure. not only going to be a big year for MP, it's going to be a big year for our staff. It's going to be a big year for Marcia and myself personally. Um, uh we're fighters every day we fight the fight of entrepreneurship which is um the lifeblood of america it really is i feel like entrepreneurship is what makes this country as amazing as it is is because we have the opportunity to grow a business Mm -hmm. and work for ourselves work for ourselves on a on a daily basis and there's not a lot of people in this world that can say that they can do that. And we're very thankful and very blessed that we have the opportunity to do that. And with struggle comes success. I agree. And um, if you ask an entrepreneur what the road to success looks like, it's definitely not a straight line. No, not at all. It's kind of like this. (laughs) It's all over the place. It's kind of all over the place. Um, But that's what makes it so great when you get there. Yeah. I think there is one fun fact I want to share is that um, 
for people that don't know, for small businesses such as ourselves, uh, within the first um, 18 months, most uh, businesses have a tendency to go out of business. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm very blessed to say that we've been in business strong for the last two years. Um, and another fun statistic is that most businesses don't last. Uh, for only 4% of businesses last once um, they've reached the 10-year mark. And I want to be able to say 10 years from now, we're still standing strong. Yes. So, yeah. Cool. cool. Well, is that it? Ella, do you have anything to say? No, I don't think so. Ella's just started. This is the mascot. So this I think is our mascot. Yes. This is Ella. So you might see her at the Me, studio Ella. every now and then. Ella, Ella. <laughs> yeah. She's so, our baby. Yeah. So with that being said, um, guys, we really appreciate this. This was actually really fun. Yeah. We'll have to do this again for sure. So um, if you haven't seen the studio, um, with that also, our podcast is growing tremendously. We're getting uh, a lot of subscribers who are tuning in. So shout out to you guys. Um, we hope if you have any other maybe uh, list of topics you want us to discuss, we'd be more than happy to do so. But continue to follow us on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, whatever your favorite platform is and we'll continue to bring out some amazing content for you guys so with that being said and if you're doing the 25 days of christmas tomorrow <laughs> is your day to like comment and share this episode and yes, the copy with mp show good call yes so i hope you got to the end of this episode and you saw that and you got your reminder because you got to do that today so make sure you like comment and share this episode with your friends on your facebook page um like marcia said thank you guys so much for tuning in with us we really appreciate you giving us the last 37 minutes of your time. We hope that you learned something new about us. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to us here on Facebook. You can get it, uh, find us on Instagram at Midwest Perform, Facebook at Midwest Perform. You can catch Marcia and her bad self on her Instagram at Marcia Allen and on Facebook, Marcia Allen. You can catch me um, in my Instagram. We're working on that <laughs> uh, at Britt Welk. And then um, get a hold of us at the studio. Uh, shoot us an email, shoot us a text. We'd love to see you. With that being said, that's you wanna, it. Do you want to sign us out, Ella? Say bye, guys! Bye! bye. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. If you like this episode, subscribe to our YouTube channel or find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever your favorite places to listen to podcasts might be. And if you really liked this episode, please leave a review for us on iTunes. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.